0: Welcome, everyone, to the first episode of Miscellaneous. I'm Brandon T. McClure, and with me from now till Ragnarok is my good friend, best friend, Sparks.
1: Oh. I went from good to best in, like, a second. A second, yeah. Yeah, that's, that's impressive. How, that is that is how I feel about you, man. Oh, man, I'm going to make other people jealous. Constantly changing from one minute to the next. I mean, that sounds like <laughs> it had the description of all the signs of Ragnarok, so. <laughs> <This> Con- <laughs> constantly
0: changing. This is like, um... W- I think you and I were talking a little while ago, we described Ragnarok as like the guy in The Mummy Returns. The guy in The Mummy, the guy returns. In the mummy returns who's <laughs> always saying, this is
1: cursed, that is cursed, this is a sign of Ragnarok, that is a sign of Ragnarok, we'll get into Ragnarok someday.
0: Yeah, I'd like to do a report on Ragnarok. How are you today, Sparks? I'm good. Good? Yeah. This is, uh, you and I come from another show,
1: Fake Nerd Podcast. No, that's fake. That's fake that's news? Yeah. Oh. Did I just spread fake news? <gasps> you fake nerd. Oh, I guess it is real. <laughs> Yes, we come from the Fake Nerd Podcast, and
0: if you're if you are coming from that show, you'll hi, you know, hi, good Glad, welcome back, good to have you. Uh, but if you're not, check that show out. We'll talk. You about have a no bit. idea what you're in for. We'll talk about it a little bit more at the end of the show. But yeah. uh, this is a show where Sparks and I, uh, to, with our passion for mythology, are going to touch on many different different mythologies from around the world. Yes. Uh, every, bit by bit, educating ourselves, educating ourselves, educating the audience. Uh, hopefully. Hopefully, uh, and uh, basically, the idea is that I, for example, this week have done a report. Yes. And Sparks, you have not. No. But I will be telling you the report, and if you have insight, you chime in. We discuss, kind of try to try to find you know the most commonality, the most common ground between uh, the varying sources with mythology.
1: Right, because especially with Norse, there's a lot of. We're not quite sure.
0: Exactly. Yeah. And speaking of Norse, yeah. That is my first report. Yes. I decided to do the Norse creation myth. Yes. Let's get right into it. All right. So like most stories in Norse mythology, the creation of the universe is violent and it's a lot of, it's really fun. Um violent
1: I th- and fun. Violence can be fun. Have you ever seen so John Wick? It should be like the tagline of our podcast, violent and fun. Miscellaneous. Oh, violent I got a the
0: podcast. I call it I call the show From Around the Ancient World. Mm, yeah. We'll figure that out. Yeah. Uh, I pulled this quote from a book called um, Tales of North Mythology by Helen A. Gwerber. 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 Gwerber? Sure.
1: The Gerber baby? Is that horrible? I, I mean, I looked at how it's spelled. I, I, Gwerber? Gwerber. Um, and basically
0: describes uh, the difference between Norse mythology and and other mythologies. And I, I liked it a lot. So I just pulled it straight out. So she says, quote, Northern mythology is grand and tragical. Its principal theme is the struggle of the benefic- beneficent, yeah, I can yeah, beneficent forces of nature against the injuri- injurious, basically good and bad, mm-hmm. uh, and hence it is not graceful and idyllic in character like the region of the sunny south, where the people could bask in perpetual sunshine and the fruits of the earths grew ready to their le- to their hand. I feel like that's a dig at Greek.
1: Yeah, a little bit. Yeah. I I I had a total myth nerd joke cuz I thought you said bast instead of bask and I'm like ooh <laughs> and then I was like no no I'm not that clever no don't I'm, give me
0: that credit no I'm I'm just a dork um but anyway so let's get right into it with Ganingagap. Ganingagap. Um I like to start here Thank you Uh no but Ganingagap. I like to start here Oh boy huh. I'm not sneezing Oh that is the bottomless void that existed before all else, or it didn't. The bottomless void? Yes. Okay. The bottomless void that existed before all else, or it didn't. Um, I've read recently a source that suggests that before all else was actually Muspelheim. Okay. Um, Muspelheim is the land of fire where Surtur lives. And again, the same source seems to suggest that Surtur had existed even in this primordial time before there was even giants, which doesn't make a a lot of sense if you look at other sources that say that Ymir, for example, who I'll get into later on the report, Uh uh, is the first giant. Right. So I thought that was a little strange. And they say that ages later came Niflheim and
1: and Ganinga Gap. uh, I looked at the same source as you. Yeah. And and what I read from it, I felt, was that Musfulheim existed, and then ages later Niflheim existed, but Geninga Gap was just how they referred to everything that was outside of Muspelheim. Sure. So, like, Geninga Gap was always there. It just didn't matter till Niflheim But then if you, look at,
0: if you look at, like, artist no, renderings... I'm just, I'm just
1: talking about this source. Right.
0: But it, it, but again, if you look at, like, artist renderings, it's like, yeah, Muspelheim, Niflheim, and then a giant cylinder that is Geninga Gap.
1: Right. A bottomless <laughs> a pit bottomless, void.
0: Supposedly bottomless pit. Right. Um, anyway. So, in the beginning, there was Geninga Gap.
1: We think. We think a bottomless abyss, possibly Musfulheim, <laughs> depending on your source. Most likely not Cert, but maybe Musfulheim. I just
0: have a hard time believing that Cert was around at this time. I think people just like to put him there because he's because he just kind I mean, of sits to, there.
1: Honestly, we'll, we'll have to when we talk about Surt specifically. Yeah, we'll do a dig in onto what his origin is and why some might think he was there before. Exactly. Because there must be some impetus for that. Yeah. Um, Serge, by the way, sign of Ragnarok. Right. Of course he is. <laughs> um, just the but, guy. But, I, but I, could buy, I could buy that Musfelheim was there before Niflheim. Yeah. That Musfelheim and Ganingagap were there. But Ginnungagap, like, you didn't even care until Niflheim was there. Right. It was just the nothing. Right. Yeah. Uh, anyway. Um, so uh, Because they, they, they like to think of fire as life yeah so that fire would have been there
0: first. one of the things that I think is interesting about you know the Nordic people is that you know it's reversed from what we see. you know most uh held dimensions like Hades or even hell um are flaming on fire and perpetual damnation, whereas Helheim is frozen solid right so cold that no fire can exist there um whereas they see fire as warmth and and uh healing and things like that. So I thought that was a really interesting place uh to start. But uh, black voids tend to exist in all mythologies, all basically the same creations. thing anyway. Uh-huh. Um, to the, but so Niflheim, sure. Uh, if you guys don't know, is the uh, land of only ice, frost, fog. Uh, it's very cold there. Um, and Musfellheim is fire, fire. And hot, and fire, lava, more fire, lava, lava, fire. Anything that's hot and burning is there. So it's kind of like the origin of where these things came from. Cold came from Niflheim. Fire, uh, hot came from uh, Muspelheim. Um, but over time, the icy fog of Niflheim and the hot flames of Muspelheim collided in Gunningagap.. Um Gesundheit. Thank you. Um, some, some sources seem to suggest that the, the rivers coming from Niflheim, Hivel uh, Glamir, the well there, uh-huh. uh, filled up Ginnungagap. a bit. How many
1: rivers? Uh, eight, I think. Was it twelve? I think so.
0: Oh, it's 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 probably twelve. It's right in front of you. It is. Shut up, don't <laughs> don't be behind the curtain. The curtain. <laughs> I have nothing in front of me. I know this all from my head. Yeah, yeah. It's probably twelve. Yeah. Um, Hevel-Gamir is a cool name, though. Right. I like the names a lot in Norse mythology. Yes. That's this fun. this
1: was a part of it where I was kind of interested in looking into this. So Hivelgamir had the rivers, and it said that. It, it brought poison down yeah, the stream that's the only place i've heard about it though but but then it says that that poisonous fog uh that poison um is turned into steam yes and that creates a fog a yes. poisonous fog that is rhyme and rhyme, I've heard about a lot of different places. Yeah,
0: that that's Piers' places. It's like basically this stuff is filling up, Keninga gap. Yeah, uh, allowing for the creation of the first.
1: So I person. think that they say it's poisonous in the streams because the rhyme is poisonous. It could be. Also,
0: Niflheim is often seen as a poisonous land. Right. So it could also be for where it's from. Yeah. Uh, anyway, um, so as the flames melted the ice, the drops began to take shape and created a living being called Ymir, who I mentioned earlier in the report. Okay. Ymir is the first. Giant okay, the first frost giant, the first Jotun. so there's just this dude there's just a dude in,
1: in the bottomless void,
0: and not yet there's one more person that's going to be created from this from the same phenomenon okay, well, spoilers, it's not a person okay uh, from the same phenomenon, uh Adhumla, uh-huh, which is a giant cow, okay was created you're right, basically um and, uh, so I like to look i like to think the Norse mythology worked backwards. So the idea here, I think, what happened was someone was like, oh, how did Ymir eat? Said, I don't know. Giant cow. It was a giant cow. It was a giant cow that ate, that, that, that he would drink milk from. And that was it. Right. Can you shut up now? Yeah. Like that sort of thing. Like fed up coming There's, up with these sort of things. It just also was a giant cow. It was also a giant cow. Um, Named Adhumla. Adhumla, mm. which I'm probably not pronouncing right. I
1: I don't know that sounds right to
0: me. Yeah, Adhumla. Uh since Ymir was the only humanoid being, he reproduced interestingly uh asexually. As he slept, uh-huh. he would sweat and from that sweat more giants would be born. Right. Um they would also
1: be fed from the giant S- cow. So he's like bigger than them though. Yeah, so he's he is the Would they stay the same size as his sweat? Oh, that's a good question. I don't know. Do they get bigger? I well by the way they're giants. I mean, sure, but he's
0: a giant. He's the giant to the giants, right? But I mean, like, how do you even
1: scale this? You can't.
0: <laughs> you show me a picture. I'm looking at the picture right now. Where it's just, it's just
1: artist rendering, and it just looks like a regular it's dude a with dude a regular cow. A cow from a cow.
0: Um, one of the one of the funniest things I think came from uh, the story is that his feet uh, from his feet came a six headed giant.
1: Neat. Yeah
0: uh, the the six headed giant. Uh, I have the the name
1: Burglemere. Does he not? So wait, did his feet become the person? Did no. his feet do it and create the person? <laughs> I think his feet did it and created the six-headed giant. Burgel, boy, that's weird.
0: Um, uh, the six-headed. Oh, sorry. Thru- Thrudgelmir is uh-huh. the six-headed giant. His son is Burglemere. Okay. Okay. Um, and from Bergelmir is all the giants. Well, we'll come up to him a little later. But Bergelmir, all the current Jotuns in Norse mythology are born from. All the frost giants. All the frost giants. Mm. Um, this great um, fr- uh, this great quote from actually the same book, but it's quoting the one of the Edas. Uh, Under the armpit grew, tis said of, H- of Hrimthurs, uh, a girl and boy together, foot with foot begat. <laughs> Be- begat. Yep. <laughs> of that wise jotun, a six-headed son, That's through through Glimir. Yep. Uh this is from uh Sa- I think it's pronounced Samuns
1: Simon's Ada. Uh, yeah. Mm-hmm. I like that. <laughs> I'm like I'm like trying to picture what the idea was what? when saying this cuz like what? did the did the feet like smash together? Did the feet separate? Like did six of his toes just pop off and become the giant? They begat. Sparks,
0: they begat. They, mm-hmm. they begat. What of the things that? So a source I read a little while ago uh, suggested that they just kind of collided and he shot out of them. <laughs> <laughs> but I think that's kind of stupider. He did like a foot clap <laughs> yeah. while he was sleeping. Boom! <laughs> uh, the six-headed giant thrugelmeyer yeah uh and he had burglemeyer as a as a son
1: what names
0: i know they're great aren't they uh, but anyway i'm sure you're asking me okay how... wait no so yamir sweats so, yamir sweats creates giants more giants his feet do a clap another giant thrugelmeyer <laughs> six-headed giant from thrugelmeyer who, who is giant.
1: bigger than sweat giants
0: i don't think so. he just has more heads it seems like that implies bigger You gotta have a bigger body to hold six heads. Certainly wider. (laughs) So,
1: (laughs) it's just a normal sized giant with six heads. I can't even, like, I know. Like, I'm picturing like a dragon thing. I'm like, he can't even be like a a normal dude. No, he can't. With six heads. Like, whatever. He's just the idiot with six heads.
0: All right. Go on. Well, anyway, I'm sure you're asking me now. Uh, you're asking me a totally different question. How
1: did the cow eat? Oh, she, yeah, that, uh, f- feet made a person. But I'm wondering how did the how did the cow eat? Well, uh, the cow ate salted ice. Oh
0: my God, of course it did. Yeah, I don't know where you got it though. I mean, somehow Niflheim had salted ice as well. Um, so on the first day, uh, the cow licked, uh-huh, and hair came out of the ice. On the second day, the cow licked, and a head came out of the ice. And the third day, a cow, the cow licked, and the whole body came out of the ice—a whole man. Great, came out of the salted ice that adhumla. That's what's at the center of the Tootsie Pop. Yeah, I, I, I liken it to that old like uh, commercial with the with the owl. I'm sure like a lot of people listening to this probably don't even remember, but there was this commercial, a Tootsie Pop commercial, yeah. where the where like Mr. Owl, how many t- licks does it take to the center of the Tootsie Pop? And three licks, and it just eats it.
1: Whoever made that ad was some mythology nerd that's like, oh, this will be clever. They'll never understand
0: this. Um, so, a man had grown from the block of, of salty ice. His name is Buri, or Buri. I think it's Buri, honestly. Buri was the first of the gods, uh, also known as the Aesir. Um, the stories describe him as a giant, big, and handsome man. So, he was a god, but. Very good looking. Very, very good looking and very big.
1: Who is he handsome for? Like, they're saying, like, know. oh, man, he was a handsome man. It's like, yeah, but I he's he... hanging out with, like, a foot giant <laughs> and some sweat giants and then a dude way too big.
0: I think the idea is that he, is that is that the ace here was supposed to be gorgeous. Now, is he the size of a normal dude? Unclear. Okay. Because they call him a giant man, which would mean that he's bigger than the average man, but does that make him bigger than the giant? Or does that or, make him the same size as the giants,
1: Or bigger than the giant giant? That is Ymir? He's certainly
0: not bigger than Ymir. Ymir right. is depicted as as the as the one like looking over everyone, essentially like he hovers over all. He's the biggest of the big in the bottomless void. In the bottomless void that is maybe not bottomless because it's covered with something. Okay. So if you're catch if you're all caught up now, um, and a big cow and a big cow, uh, he would later birth a son, uh, no mother, um, bore bore Out of his feet. No the unclear how, how boar was created um boar if you uh marvel nerds want to know boar came uh was seen in thor the dark world in the beginning of thor the dark world uh, oh, okay odin talks about his father boar uh, um i forgot who played him anyway i don't know i um, was bored oh all right podcast over <laughs> that uh that's it guys that's it hope you pack enjoyed. it up <laughs> A uh, with his wife Besla. Besla came from the giant, the sweat giants. Okay,
1: so, so the d- sweat giants. Yes. Did it. Yes. And then Besla. Besla. Who is all giant.
0: Who is all giant. And she got together with Bor, who, who is, is all Aesir. All Aesir. because thing that you that you may not. Is kind of unclear as I looked at it. Why'd a, they
1: even make Bor? Why not just have Buri? Why,
0: why not have Buri? Um, the idea, I think, well, I don't know why actually, but I saw this. Um, I have this uh, one source had a um, family tree, and it's Adhumla gave birth to Buri, who gave birth to Bor, who married Besla and gave birth to Odin.
1: Okay, so by that logic. Burry licked boar out of something. <laughs> yeah, pretty much. Okay.
0: Um, so Basla, uh, so they would have three sons, actually. Odin, Vili, and Vey. Uh-huh. Uh, and you probably won't hear too much about them later on, but you will hear a lot about Odin. Oh, okay. I was going to say, well, I think we're going to hear a lot about Odin. Vili and Vey are interesting in that they almost kind of play the role that Poseidon and Hades end up playing, Uh huh. but nowhere near as important. Hmm. So...
1: Were they all born at the same time? Unclear.
0: am clear. Okay. I, th-
1: I think there are triplets. Hmm. Only insofar
0: as nobody bothered to clarify. Because it
1: almost feels like Vili and Vey should be twins. They do because they have very different names. And then there's Odin. Yeah, you have, you get a lot of...
0: It's very clear, like, you know, people have, like, name... They, you know, Norse mythology has, like, naming consistency. Right. Vili and Vey seem very... But again, perhaps it's one of those things where it's, where, like, way later on down the line. You know, almost like Lancelot was, like, a... It was a very last-minute addition to the Arthur mythology. Mm-hmm. Maybe Vili and Vey was, like, wait, did Odin have any siblings? Oh, yeah! Vili and Ve, <laughs> <laughs> Or it's, like, Tolkien has... um the the five wizards, Saruman, Gandalf, uh-huh. Radagast, the two blues that he never bothered to name. Right. <laughs> it could be like that, too. Um, anyway, so Odin and his two less important brothers were bothered that the giants were conceiving like rabbits, so the giants kept conceiving. There were way more giants.
1: Right. Okay, so were the giants and Aesir's fighting before this? In some
0: sources, yes, and some sources, no. Okay. Um, I think the general consensus is because a lot of the stuff that's, that comes from the Adas, like those are the ones that are considered to be because those are, are from the original translations. Right. But it depends on you know, who's translating and things like that. I think the general consensus is that, yes, Ymir specifically didn't like the Aesir. Okay. So I, I guess that kind of makes sense because they had nothing to do with him. Right. I think Ymir didn't like the Aesir and would constantly attack them. But then there's some sources that just say they all just lived together. So
1: How many giants are there at this point? Because there's more than you've said.
0: There, there are more than I've he said. He kept sweating. Yeah, he kept sweating and they kept reproducing and there, there's a lot of giants. But that, there aren't a lot of Aesir. No, there's, I think there is only three Aesir at this point. I think Bor is gone, uh, is not, no longer in the picture as soon as Odin is born. Which implies somebody killed him. Right. Or he And where's Burry? The, I think Burry died long ago. Old, yeah, the, old age, probably. Yeah, what?
1: No, he's an Aesir. How does that
0: work? I think the Aesir can... No, they can't. They disappear from the story as soon as they're... See, it's the thing, like what you said, like it should have just been like Burry who had Odin and not right. Bor. Bor doesn't need to exist. And because it feels like these characters, these people disappear from the story as soon as they get to the main characters. Which is Odin. like, Or at least for what we know. This whole creation myth almost seems to be like, how did Odin create the world? Yeah,
1: it's almost like all these characters, Odin, the big important ones, existed already. And then they were like, man, we should figure out what their origin story was. Yeah, and let's come up with something. We got to satisfy Jerry the Viking. Jerry the Viking? Yeah. <laughs> just so the dude just, just being like... Just the dude who's got questions. Need so answering.
0: We're, who's Odin's dad? Yeah. Uh, boar it's boar i don't know well who's boar boar is burry's son and where did burry come from a
1: giant cow jerry <laughs> who licked him out of ice okay jerry Thank no you. i just have more questions shut up jerry where was this keninga gap. <laughs> i have more questions
0: <laughs> what is Ganinga gap and now it's entirely possible that a lot of these things were answered in, in old in old and nordic times i guess that makes sense uh and they're just lost to, to history right because a lot of this stuff didn't get written down
1: we'll never know
0: a lot of this stuff didn't get written down a lot of it has been lost to history because it's it's you know unlike Greek myths which has been written down, Egyptian myths which have been written down Nordic mythology wasn't they just kind of told these stories around just campfires. a bunch of
1: campfire stories yeah.
0: yeah yeah that's it's like classic ghost stories essentially um anyway so so uh Odin didn't like that there were so many that there were so little aesir and so many giants. Giants. Uh so he decided to kill Ymir. I as mean, as one does.
1: Obviously go for the biggest one. Yeah.
0: He decided to kill him in his That doesn't at all seem
1: like a bad idea.
0: Not at all, especially if this person keeps like hating you. Right. And especially and if you're Odin. Um anyway, so as they assaulted him in his sleep, uh, he woke up and an epic battle began that ended in Ymir's death. So this wait, giant battle wait, and Ymir wait, died. Wait,
1: wait, wait. Oh, wait. Okay.
0: So there's a giant battle and then Ymir died. Right. I, um, I thought you said Killed him in his sleep, and then he woke up, and I'm like, no. "Wait a minute!" <laughs> so the idea was that they're going to kill him in his sleep. Okay, but as they attacked him, they he woke up. Sure, in I'm with battle. you. Battle, uh, and then Ymir died. Um, the blood from Ymir uh, poured out of him so ferociously that all but two giants were drowned. This is where Bergelmir comes back.
1: Bergelmir,
0: uh, Bergelmir, and his wife um, were but the his only. His blood t- didn't make people. No, his blood only didn't his make people. sweat. His makes only spe- his only sweat made, yeah, made okay, giants whatever. specifically. Sure. Um, so Bergelmir and his wife were the only two survivors, uh, that lived. Bergelmir, the son of the six-headed Thordomere. Th- um, so, but they fled, uh, to Niflheim, basically uh-huh. became the Adam and Eve of Giants. So all Giants, all Jotuns are born from them. Okay. Uh, and basically have that, like, evil, you know, we hate Aesir from them. Uh-huh. Um, not many stories tell you what happened, um... Oh, yeah, I've written here this little funny thing. Uh, well, not funny anymore. I guess Now that I've said it. I'm going to say it anyway. Uh, not <laughs> many stories tell you what God was up to before he created the world. Am I right? <laughs> okay, so... I wrote that
1: one at 2 a.m.? Good luck. You're Lord. welcome. So, y- Ymir, Ymir's sweat mm-hmm. makes giants. Yes. His blood makes... And his feet, apparently. Yeah, his blood makes nothing. I don't mean to get gross, but, like, what do you think his sperm makes? <laughs> I'm just saying, cause like, could you have waited till <laughs> I drank something? No. My God, <laughs> I don't think. Maybe I don't think he had reproductive organs. I mean, I gather, cause obviously
0: a foot clap made a person. So, <laughs> man, you just hate it when foot clap makes. Feet. It Sounds like an STD. I'll never, foot clap? I'll never
1: slap my feet together again. Do you have? Do you have the foot clap sparks? Yeah, no, no. I don't want a six-headed giant coming out of my feet. <laughs> okay, so Ymir okay. died. So
0: Ymir dies. All the giants took, yeah, are tiles. Yeah, have died. Made giants in Niflheim. Yes. Um, well, Niflheim, uh, where they landed, would eventually become Jotunheim. Okay. That's a little later, though. But they're in Niflheim. But they're in currently, like, refugees in Niflheim. Okay. Because uh, it's cold and they're frost giants, I guess that's what the idea was. Right. Um, uh, that Were they it? always frost giants, or did they become frost giants? Well,. I think the I think they just called them frost. I think the Nordic people just called them frost giants because you know they want to like people are like, oh, what were the origins of the frost giants? Oh, this is where the frost giants came from. Right. So I think they just always they're always called jotuns, but they might not have always been frost giants. Maybe not. Perhaps they became frost giants Why when they ran. Why would
1: they to. be frost giants when they came out of sweat?
0: And there's no cold. Well, I mean, in Gunning I would imagine it's very I mean,
1: warm. It's kind of like both. Yeah. I feel. Because you got the ice and fire meeting on both ends of it. Mm-hmm. And that's creating like the vapors. The vapors that are making the rhyme and I don't know. Yeah. Um, Go on with your story. Okay. So now we get to the creation of the world. We're finally here at the oh, creation hey. of the world.
0: Um, Odin and his less important brothers dragged him lifeless body. Uh, to the center of Ginnungagap and used his body to create the world. And it's this... like you have an agenda against Vili and Ve. <laughs> I really do. I think they're really stupid. Okay. They come into they 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 there's a prominent moment featuring them a little later. So they drag his body. So they've dragged his body to the center of Ginnungagap and this is actually um from a, a book called Norse Mythology by RB Anderson. This is part of a, this is part of a poem. <clears throat> of Ymir's flesh was created was earth created. Of his blood, the sea, of his bones, the hills, of his hair, trees, and plants, of his skull, the heavens, and of his, pow- of his brows, the gentle powers formed Midgard for the sons of men. But of his brain, the heavy clouds are all created. Hmm. So basically, the parts of his body became what we know as the world. Right. Uh, I think that's a really cool little poem. But his brows are Midgard. Midgard. Yeah, that's a little weird. And I don't know. All of,
1: of Midgard is Earth, yes.
0: So, basically, what we know of Earth is Midgard. I think uh-huh. the brows were meant to separate, were like the gates separating from.
1: Are these his brows or his eyelashes?
0: Brows, I guess. Yeah, okay. it's his brows okay. of his of his uh, of his brows. The gentle powers formed Midgard for the sons of men. So, in this in the same book, uh, Tales of Norse Mythology, uh, she does go on to say uh, that. Ymir's eyebrows were used for bulwarks or ramparts, which uh-huh. borders. So I think it definitively were meant to... The walls um, of Midgard. Yeah, we're meant to understand it. that it's the walls of Midgard. Okay. Midgard's in the center of Ganinga Gap. Okay. to I guess to protect it from Niflheim and Muspelheim uh-huh. or the other realms that would that would be created.
1: Right, because they this was the Aesir's doing this. Yes, They the want to keep the giants is. out who ran away to Niflheim.
0: Yes. Well, um... One of the things I thought I just remember was interesting about, know, uh, we talk about how these mythologies, you know, we're not too sure what the consensus is or what the translations mean. Right, um, because of
1: Norse mythology and everything, yeah.
0: Apparently, the idea of Burglmere escaping uh-huh. could also be fabricated uh, from uh, one of the translations because, um, I forget the, the gentleman's name, one of the more famous uh, authors of the Edas. Uh, Snorri. Snorri, thank you. Um, he... Was heavily Christian, uh, okay. so he could have created the idea of an Adam and Eve for giants because he was, uh, he believed in in, in, in that.
1: Well, idea. or because he was escaping with all of the giants, he was escaping on a boat. Oh, a Noah's ark so a Noah's situation. So Noah's ark situation. Yeah,
0: that could be right. So it, it's interesting to me that even, even people who translate it, like you can't even be sure that they
1: didn't just embellish or add. Sure. I thought that was it's like a game of telephone. A little bit, because that's a lot of what Norse mythology is. Because it used to be all these stories, and and they're being passed down. So it's like, it's like a game of telephone. Yeah, and then so you get kinda to being added and shifted.
0: Yeah, and then you get to Jerry the Viking, <laughs> who's just all wrong. <laughs> Who just has questions. <laughs> who's just telling the story. Poor Jerry. So then they did this, and they're like, I don't know how did they do that. Hold on, I'll, I'll, give me a couple days. His brains are clouds. Give me a couple days. I'll come back. I just gotta just wait here by this campfire for a couple days. it will be fine. People I never come back. Jerry just sitting there. <laughs> Jerry's like, I thought they were going to wait. <laughs> um, uh, anyway, so um. So yeah, his, his brain became the clouds, and they grabbed some sparks from Muspelheim and used them to create the stars. Oh, I'm sorry, what? They grabbed some sparks from uh-huh. Muspelheim and used them to create the stars. Yeah, what? They grabbed some literal sparks. Oh, oh, oh. <laughs> and used them to create <laughs> the stars. Okay. You are not a star, even though we wish you were. Oh. Uh, on the plains of E-Double... They built Asgard. Uh, Eävël is an era, is a place in Midgard. Okay. Uh, they built Asgard, which would be the home of the gods. Very far away from Asgard, in a place called Jotunheim, was where the giants were allowed to live. So at this point, the giants have created Jotunheim.
1: So Jotunheim was created. Yeah. And and Asgard was created on Midgard.
0: Yeah, I think it's. I think it also comes from like you know how Greek mythology uh, Olympus is the top of sure. mount olympus um i think it's kind of if you look at a, at a couple of world maps because again you know the placement of the nine realms is actually one that's in ma- major dispute we're like we're not 100 percent sure where they assumed they were but if you look at a world map the nine realms weren't other planets or as we would as we would like understand them thanks to uh, pop culture these days um but they were actually just Places like you could walk through the forest and make it to Jotunheim. You could walk up a mountain and make it to Asgard. Like you can, you can walk these places. Uh And the only thing, uh, one of the things that was interesting, is you know how a lot of Christianity, early early Christianity, believed that the earth was flat. Right. Uh, Norse mythology, Greek mythology, like a lot of these mythologies, believed that it was round. Uh huh. They always believed it was round. But what they believed was, um, where they couldn't see were the gods or were the giants or were the elves, things like that. Sure. So I think that that's where this, where I got this source from was someone who was extrapolating the idea that, uh, you could walk to Asgard if you were so inclined, Uh although it'd be very far. Right. Um, I think that's really interesting. Honestly, the idea that, you know, even like Vikings felt the earth was round. Right. Um, I'll dive uh, more into the nine realms a little, in a little bit though. I did have a thing about the nine realms. Sure. Um, Odin and the other two were afraid that the sky would fall down, you know, as one does. Uh, luckily for them, the worms that were crawling from Ymir's rotting parts became dwarves. The dwarves were named Nordi, North, Vestri West, Sundry, South, and Austri East. The three sent these dwarves to hold the sky up. Uh, the rest of the dwarves that came into existence made their home under the ground and called it Svartelheim, or Nidavellir, as it's also known. And,
1: okay, so then the dwarves came from... Ymir's body. All of them. The maggots in okay. Ymir's
0: body. I guess the maggots were so large, they became dwarves. Mm. Yeah, you know, as they do. Right. Although I imagine it, like, did you ever see the trailer for Goosebumps 2? Yes. And you know all the gummy bears that, like, pop, yes. jump into, I assumed it was like that. Just, <laughs> like, just all the co- maggots jumped into each other. Coagulating into each other, yeah. Yeah, that's how I choose to just see it. Anyways, so they, so the rest of the dwarves that became, that were created, they, you know, they made their, their, their land underground, calling it Um also known as Nidabalir. Uh, they would become great craftsmen, crafting, crafting crafting things uh, like Mjolnir. Um, There's a famous armband that Odin had. Forgot yes. the name of it. Uh, anyway,
1: Mjolnir. One, That's the name.
0: Not the ar- not uh, the armband. <laughs> or did Odin have the spear and Thor had the armband too? I don't remember. There's a lot of cool cool like jewelry that they created that I had sure. a lot of fun reading about. Um, one day, the three Aesir found two logs on the beach. They were just far out looking on the beach. <laughs> Frolicking on the beach The three of them Holding hands I hope um, they Found two logs on the beach One from an ash tree And one from an elm tree Odin um, uh, Gave the logs Spirit uh, And life Ve gave them movement Mind and intelligence And Vili Gave them shape Speech <coughs> Feelings And the five senses And that is the last time the Vili and Ve Will ever be mentioned In mythology
1: Really they just disappear. As
0: far as I can tell,
1: I'm sure I'll find them again. Uh-huh. Uh huh. But that's their. It's just like, all right, cool. We made people, and then Owen's like, uh, this was all me, actually. Yes, I did it. No, we did it. No, we didn't. And it would have just murdered them. <laughs>
0: <coughs> uh yeah, Vili and Bay. Um, you probably won't hear too much about them as we if we do another report. There's not really not a lot about them. Anyway, those they called the first two humans, Ask and Embla. Uh huh. Embla the elm tree and Ask the ash tree. Mm uh ash tree is actually um common theme in Nor- Norse mythology yggdrasil is meant to be an ash tree as well oh is it yeah i didn't know that uh, odin determined uh that they should live in midgard so now we have the giants we have the at this point uh the nine realms have been established um i don't have anything about the elves in here but they also uh it would appear came from uh, Ymir's, like, rotting corpse. Okay. Uh-huh. Like, similar. Similar to really Okay. But, um, but they're not
1: mentioned, really?
0: No, not really. Not in the creation myth.
1: And we have dwarves, the four dwarves who are holding up the sky. Yeah, they became north, south, east, are west. Are they just
0: immortal? I guess, I guess so. I guess the gods gave them immortality. Okay. Or they just are immortal. <clears throat> um, or just more maggots keep jumping into them <laughs> to extend their life period. Okay. <laughs> anyway. Um, so now we're on to the one of my more confusing things i got now i got about three stories about how the sky the sun and the moon were created um so i'll start with the the one that seems to be the general consensus okay um so there are conflicting sagas about a lot of stories in Norse mythology uh, as we know we've been talking about uh, all this entire time um but with the moon and the sun there's one story uh, about men one story about and one story about giants, and one story where the Aesir come off quite nice. Okay. Um, so. Aesir propaganda. Right. A man from Midgard named Mund- Mundilfari had huh. two children. He named Mani, uh, his son, which means moon, and Sol, his daughter, which means sun. Well, that's confusing. Why didn't you just. Whatever. Since they were so shiny <laughs> and beautiful. <laughs> since they were so shiny and beautiful. Uh-huh. <coughs> uh, mm-hmm. The gods were really upset by this uh because they didn't like the idea like oh you you how dare you the impetus of you. So they took them away from him uh and put them in the sky on chariots being pursued by two wolves.
1: Wait, 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 sorry. So they were real upset because he named them sun and moon. Yes. Because they were so beautiful. Yes. But the sun and moon didn't exist yet.
0: Ah, we'll get there. Okay. I got it. let's see that's that's a good good question. Remember that for a little bit for a little bit later. All right. Um so yeah, so the gods were so upset that they, that they pulled them out, uh, they took them away from put them into chariots, and uh, be, they're being pursued by wolves, uh, who were born from giants, uh, named Skull and Hati. Okay. It means hatred and some, another word that means... Skull. Skull. I don't know. <laughs> it just means something. I forgot what it was, though. Um, so the idea here... So is this, one, this is another time where uh, it feels like they worked backwards. Like someone was like, oh, why does the moon look different every night? The wolf catches it and bites it, and then it heals. <clears>
1: That's
0: <throat> how it works. Right. Thanks, Jerry. Asking the hard questions. <laughs> thanks, thanks
1: for asking, Jerry. Um,
0: uh, so actually, it actually says uh, so. Hati actually gets to take a bite of the uh, out of the moon, but the moon gets away and heals himself. Uh, they have a funny, but they have a funny story about eclipses. Like I guess the, the idea is that the eclipses, the wolves finally catch them, but but people scream so loud. That the wolves get scared away <laughs> and <laughs> throws them up. Jeez, Isn't that great? Um, th- so the story goes that when the wolves actually do catch them, Ragnarok uh-huh. will begin. Oh, okay. So
1: another sign of Ragnarok. Which is why everybody screams. <laughs> and they scream, oh no! Uh, During the eclipse, <laughs> everybody
0: must scream. <laughs> uh, the other story is about a giant named Nor- Ragnarok! <laughs> They'll just yell, Ragnarok! Uh, the other story is about a giant named Norvi uh, who had a daughter called Not. Knight, uh, who had a son named Dagger Day. These two are riding chariots pulled by horses and being chased by the same wolves. Neat. Yeah. So then the, there's a, from that story, there's actually... Uh, so f- from that story, it's basically the same thing. Like The gods didn't like them and they put them in, the, they put them in chariots. And <coughs> uh-huh. uh, But uh, from this story, there's another one where the gods approached them. The gods basically said, Hey, we have these two chariots. We've created these orbs, the sun and the moon. We've created these two orbs, but we don't have anyone to ride these chariots along the sky. Do you mind doing it? Mm -hmm. And so, and they were like, yes, it'd be a great honor. I would love to do it. And they ride the chariots and that's how they are. And then, by the way, you're being chased by a wolf. No, the wolves came later. Uh So the wolves saw that and were like, I hate that. Space wolves. Space wolves. Uh Uh-huh. Giant space wolves. Right. So the, so again, like really weird. What I think happened was uh, the. I think they could be both true, like the two major stories. Not the one where the gods come up, uh, really nice. Uh-huh. But like one was like the giants were night and day, and then the men were s- with the sun and the moon. Uh-huh. So they they exist in tandem. <clears throat> so I think that could be a, that could be it. And then we just kind of lost the translation of the idea that they were both. Mm. That's kind of my theory. Yeah. Just kind of trying to make sense of it.
1: Right. I feel like the night and day one makes more sense. Mm-hmm. Because I don't think they have a full concept of sun and moon. Right. Maybe they do.
0: I mean, there's a story where they're like, hey, we made the, we made <coughs> orbs. Can you take them? <laughs> right. So, I don't know. Um. Anyway, so, that's, so basically, that's the end of the creation. So at this point now life has started, life has begun the nine realms flourishing. So I thought it'd be interesting to kind of get into what the nine realms are.
1: Okay, so now my question. The the sun and moon. Yes. How could they be upset about them being named sun and sun and moon?
0: Well, see that goes to what I was what I was said later, uh-huh. which is the idea that perhaps, the, perhaps the, the 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 day and night already existed, like the concepts already existed or, or they had already created these orbs that were being uh, chased across the sky by giants by giants and then they made the people do it and then they made the people do it because they were like so upset like, like how dare you name them after these beautiful things that we created but space wolves but space wolves so it could be that uh, perhaps perhaps it started with the gi- with the giant and the and the with the giant and then they were like hey screw you now you get to do it okay i don't know we'll never know I mean, I'm sure someone out there knows. Is there anyone in Iceland that would know? That would know for sure? Yeah, maybe. I don't know. You guys, know? Let me know. <laughs> Email us. Is anyone in Iceland listening? Yeah, exactly. Give us a call. So anyway, I thought it would be interesting to go through the nine realms. Okay. Um, so the nine realms are connected together by the branches of Yggdrasil. Uh, most of the nine worlds have different names, but um, I'm going to use the what we know to be the translations uh, that are currently <coughs> in pop culture um so there's like Niflheimir Niflheim uh uh-huh. Muspelheim. Musphel Muspelheim. Uh-huh. so it's like these they do <coughs> have t- two different translations most of the time Nidavellir or Svartlheim, um but I'll just use the uh the most common uh, vernacular I'm with you um so Niflheim uh huh. It's so the world of fog and mist, the darkest and cold re- coldest region, the first of the nine realms. Uh, from this source, uh, interesting, right? Uh, then, 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 I'm looking at the source right now. I'm looking at the one, the, the this book, this book uh, that says that Muspelheim was the first. Mm. I don't know, man. Interesting.
1: I, I believe Muspelheim more. Yeah, I mean, I'm. I you know I don't know. Me, I mean, like amongst like what they would have said I I'd believe Musfulheim before I believed Niflheim. Yeah. Uh so this this source specifically says. Right? No, I'm with but, you. But uh again,
0: hey guys. What what is this source? Oh, this one was I have it.
1: norsemythology.net. Okay. So, well, that's an internet thing. We're looking at the Muspelheim one out of a book. That's true. It's true. I believe it a little more. Always well, uh, always check your sources, guys. Well, the thing is, like, the reason I believe the Mussefaheim a little more is that that book that we're reading the Mussefaheim one out of is is directly referencing the proseta, which we haven't read through. Yes. And that makes me think that the proseta says it.
0: It could be. Uh, but then maybe the prosada is wrong. Maybe the translation is wrong. Well,
1: it was written by Snorri. Yeah. And as we said, Snorri might have made choices. Yeah, But...
0: I mean, again, it's like, you know... We didn't know how to translate Egyptian until we found the Rosetta Stone. Right. You know, there could be something lost in translation here. Maybe. Well, anyway, so, um, so depending on the source, Niflheim and Muspelheim are the first realms. Either way, the consensus is they're both for the, f- the, f- the first two realms. that appeared. Right. Um, but in Niflheim is a well uh, called Hivelgamir, which we talked about a little bit earlier.
1: Where the Twelve Rivers came from. Where the
0: Twelve Rivers came from. And it's protected by a huge dragon called Nidhug.
1: Uh, you Need a Hug?
0: No, it's, the name is Nidhug.
1: I'll give you a hug. It's fine. No, it's N-I-D. We should wait until we're done recording.
0: <laughs> it's N-I-D-H-U-G. Oh. Nidhug?
1: I don't know. I'll give you That one. sounds worse, right? <laughs> that
0: sounds like... I. N- sparks. Yeah. Nidhug. <laughs>
1: <laughs> All right. When we're done.
0: Okay. Uh, Muspelheim. Uh-huh. The Land of Fire. A burning hot place with lava, flame, sparks, and soot. Uh, home of the yep. Fire Giants. No regular sparks. Oh, Uh, home of the fire giants, fire demons, uh, and ruled by the giant Surter, also known as Surter in some places. Who now exists? Who now definitely exists? Okay. Because again, like I think he was, I think he came from a mirror, but we didn't talk about that at all. No. Honestly, he's not. We're gonna have to look into Surter. Well, what's interesting is his his own report. He's not part of the creation myth. Right. He's only passingly mentioned in the creation myth, and I feel like he should be mentioned well it's also the one source
1: that says he was always there
0: yeah that's true uh anyway so asgard the home of the gods uh which we all we, we all know asgard um male gods in asgard are called the Aesir. the female gods uh it's interesting i didn't know this the female gods are called the asinger uh-huh um inside the gates of asgard is valhalla right uh, and this is the place where uh half of the vikings who die in battle will go uh basically if you die in battle you gotta you go to uh, Valhalla. If you don't you go to Hellheim.
1: Right. And the other half that die.
0: Yeah, you you, you know the name of that. I,
1: I no, it's no. hard so, to pronounce that. So the the half that go to Valhalla, mm-hmm. they're called the einharrar The Einharar. Yeah. And they which, are they are training and waiting for Ragnarok. Yeah, they yeah, That's they what are. they do in Valhalla. Yeah. The other half uh that die go to Folkvanger, uh, which is translated as people field or army field and it's uh ruled over by freya oh yeah interesting um apparently so so freya and odin both have afterlives yes and apparently in the in the prose ada um it says that uh freya uh gets half of all those slain and odin gets the other wow in battle it's quite
0: the divorce so, get half my. Get so, half my she, she
1: has a field of warriors. That's interesting. I didn't know that. I'd, I'd have to do more digging for like what exactly their purpose is, but uh, yeah, that's what happens. Yeah, we'll talk about Freya. I got a little bit
0: about a little blurb about Freya in a minute. Yeah. Um, Midgard, home of the humans, which we all know, uh, which is located in the middle of the world uh, below Asgard, connected to Asgard by Bifrost, which is the Rainbow Bridge, uh, surrounded by a huge ocean that is impassable. Uh, fun fact about the ocean the very, very giant snake uh jormungander. Yeah, lives there. So uh, that sucks for me. Big snake, giant snake. Jormungander. Giant snake. Yeah. So big it engulfs the world and it bites its tail in the other end. Right. Sucks.
1: Um We're, well, we'll do it another day. Where did he come from? No, we'll do it another day. I know. I mean, I know too, but yeah. like the the intricacies of all that and how that started. Hmm. We'll yeah. do that another day.
0: Oh, can you imagine? Just, it got a little weird. I feel bad for women. Foot clap. <laughs> <Yeah. coughs> Jotunheim, which is the home of the giants, sworn enemies of the Aesir. The Frost Giants. The Frost Giants. Uh, consists mostly of rocks, wilderness, and dense forests, and it lies in the snowy regions on the outermost shores of the ocean. Mm. So you can kind of see how like, you know, these, the, the Nordic people could see basically like, oh, it's infertile land over there. The Frost Giants must live there.
1: So we've talked a lot about all of this creation stuff. Where did Yggdrasil come from?
0: Oh, that's interesting. Um so I did read a little bit about that because I thought it was because uh, I I realized that a lot of Norse creation myths don't actually go into the creation of Yggdrasil. Yeah. Some just assume that it was already there, while another re- that I read suggests that it that it grew from um from the bottom of the w- from the bottom of the realms. Okay. Um at the bottom of the world it just kind of grew and then connected the realms as such. What's also interesting about that is that Bifrost doesn't seem to use Yggdrasil to travel. Bifrost just connects
1: Asgard to Midgard, uh huh, and doesn't go anywhere else. <clears throat> so, Ydrasil grew out of the bottom of Ginnungagap?
0: No, we out of the bottom of the realms. Depending on on the source, but the realms
1: are sitting at the center of Gap.
0: Yeah, except
1: for Muspelheim and.
0: So, which one's at the bottom? Is it Vanaheim? I think Vanaheim's at the bottom. Vanaheim and Helheim are at the bottom, and I think Yggdrasil comes from Vanaheim, because Vanaheim is all about like the green, the, the right. plenty of greens and trees. And and that would be at the bottom of
1: Ginnungagap. Gap. I guess so. Which isn't there anymore, because they filled it all up. Because now they filled but, it all up. But it would be the bottom of Ginnungagap Gap. Theoretically,
0: yeah. Okay. Oh, yeah, that's interesting. Uh, they w- I want to do a report on just Yggdrasil someday. I think Sure. Be, it's a, it's a, it's a, there's more to Yggdrasil, but it doesn't seem to play a large part in the creation myth.
1: Which is interesting, yeah. to say the least.
0: Um, so Vanaheim, which we just said, home uh-huh. of, the, of the Vanir gods. So there are two gods in Norse mythology, Vanir and Aesir. Um, they, the, the Vanir were masters of sorcery and magic, uh, wildly acknowledged for their talent to predict the future. What's interesting about the Vanir is that it seems like their origin is actually lost to time. Nobody knows where they came from or how they came into being. Yeah, that's weird. Um, so they just kind of exist. They're just there. They just kind of exist in Vanaheim. Uh, Freya. Vili and Vey, I'm just saying. Vili and Vey. Uh, Freya mm-hmm. and her brother, uh, Frey, are... Freya, by the way, um, if you don't know who Freya is, um, more commonly referred to as Frigga in the Thor films. Right. She is the wife of Odin. She is the wife of Odin. But she is a Vanaheim goddess. mm um, and nobody even knows what it looks like except that it's like plentiful and green and <coughs> you know pretty, the right. idea. So Alfheim is the home of the w- uh, home of the elves, um, the home of the elves right next to Asgard in the heavens. Uh, sometimes home to the dark elves as well. So its home as the dark w- dark and the light elves depending on the translation. Okay. Um. Actually, y- y- you played God of War, right? I did. Yeah. Uh. There's a throwaway line in God of War that I really like. The new God of War p- takes place in Norse mythology that I like, where uh, Svartalheim. Uh, and Alfheim, both kind of mean the same thing. Mm-hmm. Like Svartalheim is like home of the dark elves, and Alfheim is home of the elves. I guess is like the idea. So uh, the kid, your son, Atreus, is like, why does Svartalheim called home of the dark elves if the if the dwarves live there? And, and Mimir, who's your guide, is like, oh, you're way more you're way more uh, uh, observant than than the Aesir. They're just racist. They <laughs> just think that the that the dwarves are the dark elves. Right, I like that a lot. Yeah. Uh, so uh, there's Alfheim. Um, so the the light elves are beautiful creatures, and the god Freyr, uh, Freya. Uh huh. No, Freyr, Frey, Freyr, Freyr is the same I mean, thing. Uh-huh. Uh huh. Freya's brother uh, is the ruler. Okay. Svartalheim, home of the dwarves, uh, means dark fields. Um, I guess is the literal translation. Also known as Nidavellir. Right. Uh, so if you watched Thor: The Dark World and then Avengers: Infinity War, you might be a little confused. Because Svartalheim is where the Dark Elves come from, and Thor the Dark World, and Nidavellir is where the dwarves are in right. Avengers Infinity War. It's supposed to be at the same place. Uh huh. Um, also, the Dark Elves I wrote just right here, because um, they're racist. Helheim, home of the dishonorable dead. So basically, if you die sickness... Uh, not in battle. Not in battle. Anything that's not in battle, including old age and sickness, you go to Helheim. Um. Basically, <laughs> so you're in the company of thieves, murderers. Kind of sucks. Um, people who aren't brave in battle. Um, oh, uh, Folkvangir is is actually I have it written down. Uh, ruled by Hell, mm-hmm. um, or Hella, yeah. depending on the translation. Uh, very grim and cold place. A- and any person who arrives here will never feel joy and happiness again. Mm. This kind of sucks. Yeah. So that's my report. I got uh, many, many sources for this one. Uh, I use Norsemythology.net and Norsemythology.org um, to kind of get me a baseline of where to go. Then I use Norse Mythology by Neil Gaiman, uh, great book. Um, just kind of spice it up. Right. Uh, I think that's a, that's a great book. Tales of Norse Mythology by Helen A. Guerber, myths and legends by Philip Wilkinson, uh, and then uh, this this one that's right in front of me, the mythology book um, by who's this by Sparks.
1: Well, it's in front of you. Is it? No, I mean, I'm saying the book's in front of you.
0: Oh. Well, the mythology book, big gold book, Uh, by nobody. I mean, it's by somebody. Are you sure? Well, it's from DK Publishing. DK Publishing, Penguin Random House. I don't know. It doesn't have an author up front. Maybe I'll it's post just
1: its a collection of contributors. I don't know.
0: Could be. I'll put it in the, but I'll put everything in the in the episode description so that you guys can check them out as well.
1: And once again, I also at some point referenced Zeus Grant's Stupid Wishes by is, Corey O'Brien, which is a great book, guys. Definitely check that one out. Yeah. So that's
0: my first. That's the first report of the show. I uh, hope you guys enjoyed that. Next one will be Sparks. Yep. And that'll be in two weeks' time. Yep. So if you're listening to this, in two weeks from this, from that, uh, we'll have another episode, Sparks. Uh, do you have any idea what you want to do next? Or have you thought about it? Or do you want to leave it as a surprise?
1: Uh, I have not decided, but it'll be Norse because yeah. I don't want to. We don't want to shift people up too fast into something you else. You could do another
0: creation myth.
1: Uh, I'm waiting to get to Egyptian, but um, we're we're going to stick with Norse for a little while.
0: Okay. Okay. Um, all right, so uh we set up top but we have another podcast called the Fake Nerd Podcast. <coughs> if you're so inclined and you like that sort of thing, definitely check that one out. Yes. Uh, it hits a different audience, but I think there's some there could be some cross promotion that could be done.
1: Yeah. Uh that's we a talk fun about show. nerd things.
0: Nerd things, movie reviews, comic books, anything really. Uh basically we just have two shows that tickle our fancies. Yes. <laughs> um if you have any questions about the mythology that we just talked about uh, or have any suggestions for different mythologies, um, you can email us at mytho- Pod, and that's miscellaneous, but take out M-I-S-C, replace it with M-Y-T-H. Basically, that's how you find us, mytholaneouspod at gmail.com, P on Twitter and Instagram. Hmm. Uh, I'll do it then. Thank you guys so much for listening to our very first episode. Yeah, thanks Sparks, so any Sparks, any,
1: any final thoughts before we move out of here? Um. thanks for teaching me about the Norse creation myth and how random and BS it is. A little bit, right? Yeah.
0: All right, guys, until next week. <coughs> nope, until next time. I'm so used to signing off from Fake Nerd.
1: Well, wait, we have a couple more things, right? Do we? Well, we got to thank people. Thanks who? Well, Mike Matola. Oh, you're right. Jesus,
0: I'm so bad at this. <laughs> Yes, you're right. Thank you. Uh thank you to everyone who listens. Uh, first off. Uh should say that up top. But Jeremy Volucci, who does our who does our theme music, we greatly appreciate it. He's a longtime collaborator of ours. Um you should check him out at JB uh Jeremy Volucci keyboards. Yes. Uh, Mike Matola, who's a who's a wonderful artist. Uh mm-hmm. he did our logo. Uh, also the logo for Fake Nerd. Um hopefully we can get him on sometime to talk about mythology, mythology. that he's interested.
1: Yeah, he can pick a report.
0: So uh, um
1: Yeah. No, absolutely. Uh, And Jeremy also runs uh, Suburban Proctologist, which is another podcast that you should absolutely check out. Very funny show. Um, And please feel free to contact us in any way to uh, let us know if there's something in mythology you'd like us to talk about or questions you have based on what Brandon reported today or you want to call BS on something he said. Absolutely. Um, The
0: thing thing I like to about this one is that I I want to be corrected if I'm wrong we're trying to learn we're trying this is this is this is hopefully we learn something hopefully you learn something uh, and hopefully it's fun yep so until next time you guys see you then